0: Yeah, so, I was, I've was i been listening a lot to Childish Gambino's album.
1: Is it good now? Yeah, it is.
0: Really? It's still, it's not, I mean, it's not like, I'm not going to lie and say it's like the most amazing thing ever, but I haven't gone, and I appreciate it a lot more, uh, especially like sonically what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I've recently been doing that, like a Albums from, like, a couple years ago, I've been going back and just, like, re-listening to them to see, like, if they hold up. And a lot of them have been, like, surpassing, like, what I, my initial thoughts of them. Which, which I think is pretty good, just because a lot of times, like, I'll be on something and then, like, I'll forget about it and then... I guess like the the what that's what I really like about at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. what I always tend to do is go back and listen to some of my older playlists cuz that's where it came from cuz it was just I was listening to an old playlist and I was like just, I heard a I heard I think I heard Redbone and I was mm-hmm. like man I need to go back and Redbone's now. good yeah and <clears throat> but yeah have you have you seen your like style and music change at all? Like, I don't know if you, when was the last time you, like, gone back and listened to your old stuff, but has it changed at all? Has there been stuff you've been like,
1: man? Um, I think it has changed. Um, I think, I do, like, I appreciate that more, um, gar- not garage, but, like, kind of, like, lo-fi kind of sound uh, of certain artists, uh, you know, where they, it just sound it sounds... The music sounds good, but it's not because of the production is super good. It's because it's a genuinely good song.
0: Yeah.
1: And electronic artists, I'm more picky about them. Because there's just too many of them now. And it's just too easy to be like, oh, yeah, those sound good. So I'm trying to be more picky. And now I've changed it where I have a playlist called New Music. And in that playlist, it's like I hear a good song. I'm like, all right, I'm going to throw it in there. And they just they, that playlist is growing and growing. And then I transfer it over to my, like, well, I'm going to do, like, 2018 playlist. Uh, maybe I'll do, like, part one or something. Um, and that's where I, I'm like, okay oh, great, this is a good song. And I am I know I'm not going to skip it. Not really, you know, like, I'm I'm going to listen to it. And that's when I throw it into that playlist. And then I erase it off new music playlist. Yeah. And that's how I do it now so that I can, like, because back in the day, that's how I had my iPod set up where I would just add stuff to it. And then I'd just throw it into random mode. And then I'd hear a song like, hey, that's good. And then I'd throw it into a playlist. Yeah. Um, and it's just kind of a way for me to, like, like, if there's a song that I'm sure about that I don't like, I erase it. And if there's a song I'm not sure about, I just leave it there and I skip it. Or maybe at some point I'm like, oh, wait, this is good.
0: So how, how long would a playlist, like, not a playlist, how long would a song, like, let's say there's a song you're not sure about and you haven't put it on a playlist yet or anything, it hasn't, like... Do you take it off that the new music after a while, or is it just kind of stay on there until it becomes good? or? No,
1: it stays on there until I'm absolutely sure that I don't like it. Okay. Once I know for sure, I'm just like, you know what, there's nothing to the song. Or I might change it and be like, you know what, I'm going to throw this into a separate playlist that's more uh, curated for that kind of sound. Yeah. Like if it's a, beep, a, beat, a type of song where it's just beats. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know what, this isn't good enough to be into this playlist, but it's good enough to be thrown into my random beats playlist. Yeah.
0: That's
1: cool. I've been uh
0: The way I have my my, like the way I've had my system set up for now with my like stuff is just like I just like have like this timeline. I think I've talked about in the podcast before. I just do it by months, like by two month every two months I'll make a new playlist and like, this, it's just, like, January to February 2018, but um, it's really, I, well, the thing I don't do, though, with that one is I don't ever take off any songs, because I always just put on any new song that I find that I'm not sure about or that I like, or I always just put it on there just to have, like, a timeline of, mm-hmm. like, to know what I was listening to. Cause it's if you like go through and li- and like look at it, you can like see like what kind of phase I was in or what I what I was feeling that day or whatever. It's pretty cool, but yeah, it's fun. I just it's fun going back and listening to old music. You like?
1: Yeah, I mean that's why I have the archive playlist. Cause it's like sometimes I'm just like, well, you know what? I'm I feel like listening to but what I used to listen to, and I just go back and I'm like, all right, what's good?
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, let's get started. What's up, guys? You're back on top. The show we bring you cool new songs to add to your playlist. This is your boy Tim and Oscar. Guys, back at it again. Some awesome new songs for you to check out. We've been jamming to. It's uh, we haven't like done like a regular episode in like a couple, like two months almost. So we have like a ton of music that we that's just backlogged.
1: But yeah we falling behind Yeah
0: What's this song That's playing right now Because this is your pick Yeah so. this
1: is uh, Flute Loops By Keys and Crates And it's off Their new album Kura Which comes out tomorrow Yes um, This album It's about to be crazy Yeah it's, it's Keys and Crates Always delivers On This specific sound That I'm just like I know that if I like it now I'll probably still like it Years later from now Yeah
0: Well, the interesting thing for me is that the, like, that's a very specific style, like the trap music and stuff. Yeah,
1: it's from that one time period, but yeah, it doesn't feel played out because it feels like they evolved to make it their own kind of sound, you know? Yeah. But still with that... That you know still has that that touch of that so
0: yeah well that's the interesting thing because like they were huge back when like that you know that trap EDM sound mm-hmm. was like super big and just super popular but they've still been able to like they don't obviously do as now if you listen to some because I was there was this couple songs that I was thinking about at putting on um,
1: but like. I th- I just think this it's is, really this yeah this is like the probably the most trap like song
0: yeah for sure it's not every songs like this but I just think it's interesting that they're one of the few artists that I'm still like
1: listening to and yeah, paying attention to
0: yeah that have out of that era and stuff like from you know I want I guess what, like 2012 13 or whatever when like all that stuff was really popular that like they are still able to come out with sounds like this. Like with those trap sounds, and it still sounds good. Doesn't sound like old or anything. <clears throat> I don't. Does, do you? Do you know the track listing? Like how many songs the album is gonna have, or anything like that? Mm. Or
1: well, I don't know about that. I just know that it's gonna be an album, so it's gonna have more than like eight songs, probably. Yeah, I uh, usually like ten songs. Yeah,
0: because there's um, there's a couple songs that they've come out with that have been really good like uh
1: well right now they have like four singles out
0: yeah because the ones that i've been playing a lot like i've always been playing flute loops a lot um there's another one called uh glitter glitter's good and then the uh do what you do it's just so weird because they're just like I think I've talked about this before. It's just Keys and Craze are just, like, one of those bands. Like, I don't ever think of them as, like, one of my favorite, like, uh, musical producing groups or anything like that. But they just always come out with, like, quality work just every single time.
1: And I feel like they're getting a lot better now, too. Yeah, for sure.
0: I'm really interested to know what the... Uh, because they have like the same like person on the cover.
1: Yeah, it's like a little girl.
0: I think. Yeah, it's like this little girl. I don't know. It's interesting because all, all the singles, like they have like different photos. And it's kind of none of them ever are of her face. So I'm interested to see where that goes. Uh, moving on to the next song. My next song is called Suns Out by Hoops. This um, song—it was on my Discover Weekly um, at the beginning of the year. Um, I loved it from like the first time I heard it. I'd never heard of Hoops. Um, They've been out for a while. I don't want to say a while. They uh, have—they've been around since like 2016. They came out with their first album last year called Routines. this is like the first song off that album. Um, but I just think it's really awesome. I just love the uh, feel of it. It's called Sun's Out, and I definitely feel the.
1: Yeah, it definitely has that, like, uh, it's like summer kind of vibe to it, you know?
0: Yeah, because it came out May of last year, so it's definitely like around that time. And um, it's really interesting because the. I don't feel like the lyrics are necessarily the most important thing in this song. It's more the feel, but the song is just kind of talking about how he doesn't think that it's really gonna work out between them. Oh, he's just like i like we can hang out and stuff, but I just like i don't I guess he doesn't see any like real future in it and I think it goes well with the summertime vibe, you know. Because, you know, like, there's always those songs about, you know, the, like, summer love and just, like, how those short, lasting...
1: Yeah, like the flings and them.
0: Yeah, relationships and stuff. So I thought it was really interesting. I'm into it. Um, I've been slowly trying to listen to the rest of their stuff. They also have this album called Tapes 1 through 3, which I don't think is, like, a... Uh, I think that's like a B sides, if mm-hmm. I'm correct. I'm I'm not one hundred percent sure on that. Um But yeah, that's uh what I have to say for that.
1: <laughs> Move on to yours. Um which is uh All the Stars by Kendrick Lamar. And sizzle
2: to the story, you and Dawson, motherfucker. I don't even like you. Corrupt a man's heart with a gift. That's how you find out who you're dealing with. It's person percentage you I'm building with. I want the credit if I'm losing or no, I'm winning. on oh, my mama, that's the real shit. Now, let's talk about you
1: So this is like, I guess it's like the lead single from the Black Panther album that's going to come out uh, for the movie. And at first when I heard the song, I was like, "Ah, oh, that's cool. But as time went on, I was like, okay, this is a really good song. <laughs> and so I started like, I, I was to so to a lot today. And uh, it's, it's, I just, it's kind of like those songs, one of those songs where you, you hear it and you start just playing it on repeat. Um... I think it mixes well with uh, Kendrick Lamar and also since it's being together. Um, She has like this great voice that just, it's just easy to listen to. And you kind of want to keep listening to it. Uh, And then Kendrick Lamar does this thing, you know, he does, you know, rap here and there. And also creates that sense of like, of him just being sort of, kind of, trying to confront some sort of feeling, you know, inside of himself, I guess, as usual. Um so I like the song and I look forward to hearing the rest of the album and also also how maybe this song plays into the movie, you know. <clears throat> yeah.
0: I can definitely I feel like this song sounds like it's either going to be like the song that's playing when the credits are rolling at the end. Yeah. Or a very important whatever it's played it's gonna be in a very important part of the. I don't feel like this is just one of those like he's walking down the street and the song is playing in the movie um, oh, it just has kind of that epic feeling in the background
1: um, I mean like the way it starts has that epic feeling to you know
0: yeah for sure
1: it's just kind of easy going and just goes in yeah
0: it's, um, have you listened to the other single
1: that came off? I heard of the J Rock song and I thought it was good, but I did hear that one part that you mentioned the uh, La La, whatever part. Yeah. And I was like, this kind of ruins the song a little bit, you know? Yeah. This is kind of weird.
0: For those who don't know, the, um, so they, he did come out with another single for the soundtrack and it's called, um, the King's Dead or King's Dead by, uh... but the thing about it, it's just, it's not, it's not bad, but there's this one part that I was telling Oscar about when it first came out that it has a uh, future. He comes in on the song and you're like, you're vibing with the song and then future hops on and he starts it off with this really high pitched weird sounding la-di-da-di-da as the first lyric of his verse and it just killed it for me. So, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I feel like it could have been so much better without that. But
1: yeah, yeah, it's just kind of kind of weird, you know. Yeah, for sure.
0: Uh, moving on to the next song. The song is called Waiting Room by Shogren. Chogren, I've been. I I hope that's how you pronounce it. Um, they've. I've I've known about them since last year. Um, they have a bunch of singles out. Um, I'm gonna need to double check this information, but yeah, they don't have any. They don't have a full album out yet. Um, I'm hoping one's coming soon.
1: But yeah, they they have like an EP kind of.
0: Yeah that's from 2015 and then like they had one song in 2016 then they had four singles in 2017
1: um yeah I think I've heard the High Beam song before
0: yeah it's uh it's really interesting because like they're the song 17 which I think is an amazing song uh that has like 21 million um listens to on um on Spotify but the Like, on YouTube, they don't have any music videos or anything like that. Like, their songs on YouTube only have, like, a couple thousand plays. Mm -hmm. And there's really not much information about them. So I don't... I haven't really, like, dug into, like, who they are or anything like that too much. Um, But I really... I just enjoy their songs. There's, like, this really almost happy guitar-sounding... It's very intense sounding, but at the same time, it uh, it's not like overpowering or anything. And I think it's because of her, her vocals are just very sweet and melodic. Um, yeah, it's just really interesting. The song itself, um, it took. I'm not 100% sure on exactly what she's singing about. Mm um what from what i understand is that it's kind of like she's saying don't be so down she's like don't because it's talking about like sitting in the waiting room just kind of having all this weight on you and just kind of being kind of down but she's like don't be so down like kind of cheer up that's what that's what i get from this song uh if y'all want to look at the lyrics and tell me otherwise, y'all definitely can. But uh because there's like a lyric where it says, I know we're going to get it right because I believe in everything. But the part of the tension that you want to bring, it's hard to say it in words. Um, Oops. Yeah, so I think it's like she's saying like, I'm trying to be positive here, but you're like bringing down the... You're bringing down the room, hmm. so I just thought that was an interesting perspective. Especially, I just love that song, just especially because it changes up so many different times in the song. Uh, like the pre-chorus part is just really intense, and then it kind of comes to the chorus part, and it's it's still intense, but it like there's not as much bass and drum and like noise. It's a little bit more clean sounding it's just really I really enjoy that song it's uh
1: yeah it has like a really fun and kind of um upbeat um I just it feels like a jam like they're jamming out you know
0: yeah exactly and I think which furthers their point of just like hey don't don't take this so seriously like just have fun
1: yeah I mean it sounds like a song where they're actually having fun yeah for sure <clears throat> so moving on to the next song Simple by Joe Hertz featuring Jones
2: I like the way You don't need no key to open up tomorrow. Mm-hmm.
1: Like one of my favorite songs over like all of uh, I'd say that at the turn of the uh, at the end of the year and beginning of this year yeah um, and Joe Hurts I always remember him being pretty good at when it comes to like the music he makes um, he just he has certain tracks that are pretty cool um, but combining him and, jo- and Jones was really great cause he usually does more of like slower p- songs so this is like a faster song Um, for her to be in but it works well with her voice because there's moments where she gets to you know it's it's that slow vibe but then it speeds up and builds up and then it goes back and chills down again um and beyond just that just the lyrics that are just really good because um like for example they're talking about uh the simple is in a relationship that is simple that works in this way that's um It's like she says, uh, like the way you simplify it, don't overthink, don't analyze, uh, when I need to breathe, you give me space, um, you're there for me, there's no mistake, um, and those, it's, it's a good, uh, it's just a good example of, of, well, good, like, well, yeah, example of like a a restaurant that's just really simple and just works, um, and just, you know, things that I guess for her work for her, um, for her needs um so it was just fun to hear that and just it's like one of those good little love songs um and it's easy to like listen to it over and over again yeah so it's like off of the new ep okay which i don't know if it's i don't think it's released
0: yet <clears throat> it's coming out it's like this is the time where like everybody's like kind of ready to start releasing all the stuff for the new year so uh cool. Uh well moving on to my song. Uh it's The Weeknd uh, by Sizza, but this is the funk wave remix, which is Calvin Harris.
3: You say you got a girl, how you want me? How you want me when you got a girl? A feeling is reckless of knowing itself is Knowing I'm desperate Getting on and in the falling all over love I do
0: talked about sizzle a lot especially last year she came out with the amazing album control she this was this song was i think one of her more popular songs actually uh the weekend
1: yeah seventy-one thousand 000 players one million plays 71 oh million yeah yeah sorry um, and this remix is seventy million, and it's like number two right now. Yeah, and the most so, popular. Yeah, it's like, it's what people listen to recently.
0: Yeah. What's... The original one was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, there was definitely... It was definitely a lot more uh, R&B styled, a little bit more... Uh, not as... I don't want to say poppy, but... Not as, uh...
1: Not as, yeah, upbeat or cheery. Yeah. It was more serious, but very, um...
0: Yes, exactly.
1: You know, just kind of alluring, I want to say the word is, maybe. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The... What's interesting about... Because I heard... When this... When I saw this on my Discover Weekly, um, probably towards the end of the year, I forget when this came out, end of last year, Mm -hmm. beginning of this year, um... I was blown away by how this didn't sound like a remix. Most songs when you when they remix a song it sound you can like if you like it and it sounds good it's obviously going to sound good but you can still tell it's definitely a remix. But had they just released this song without ever saying it was a remix I would have I would have not known because it just it sounds so well put together and her voice fits with the beat of the song, and the beat fits with what she's talking about so well.
1: Um, I mean, I feel like you shouldn't be surprised because it's actually it is funk wave remix, but it's actually Calvin Harris. Yeah. And exactly. And I think he's trying to like, it's almost like he redid the whole song, like he like it's like the vocals are the same. But he just redid the whole foundation of the song. Like, well, not foundation, but like the rest of it, you know, maybe. Um, it sounds like the song could be on the Funk Wave Bounces Volume album, you know, like one of those albums.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it does sound. I think that's a good point. It's like, because with most remixes, I think they try to use the saw so, the sounds in the song but he kind of yeah. just like took all that away and just just completely put in his own stuff yeah and just yeah vocals. it's it's
1: probably following the same vibe of the first song but he just kind of did it from scratch in his own way following the template that was already laid out
0: yeah which i think is really interesting because it brings in this uh i've been using this word a lot like this duality to the song because i think we were talking about it before My impression of the song was always a lot more darker about this scenario. Because the song, The Weeknd, is just about her pretty much being the side chick um, and how she gets the dude on the weekends, pretty much. And I always got this undertone of like sadness behind it. Like, kind of like it was like a sad state she was in. Not a sad state that she was in, but. She kind of knew that she was never going to be the, the main one.
1: Yeah, but but the way I take it is more like it's almost like she's trying to be proud of that feeling of like I am the side chick, but I'm the fun one. I'm the weekend because yeah. the weekend is when you get to have fun and then you think, well, basically she's saying the other girl is a nine to five. So she's work. Yeah, that's not fun.
0: <laughs> yeah and so which I thought was interesting cause like cause in my point of view it's like the opposite I was like well wouldn't you wanna be the weekday one because like that's like the that's most of the week and that's like the you come home and you settle down and kinda stuff like that but uh this song definitely made me see Oscar's side a lot more cause it's like a lot more fun and it's not as like kinda
1: yeah but you also have to remember but you're you at the end of the day, I think you are right because when you think about the whole album control, it's an album about someone who's really insecure and trying to gain that confidence. Yeah. And if she's in a scenario like this, then that's not really helping, you know?
0: Yeah, obviously. So
1: <laughs> it, if you really think about it, it's kind of like she could be acting this way, she could be saying these things, but, you know, deep down inside, she would want to be number one girl, you know? Yeah. Like you say, but... The way she's talking about it, it's kind of just, you know, that more...
0: Yeah. But I just thought it was interesting because that remix is a... I just I love that remix. It. Yeah, it completely changes the feel of the song. That's what I really wish more people would do it remixes. There, like, obviously, there are good remixes out there, but I think it's... I really appreciate it when uh, artists can come in and bring their own sounds and it doesn't sound just like chopped up version of the song. I mean,
1: it's also like you got to also think about whether or not it's an official remix or not. Now, now it's more common for official remixes to happen. So those artists have access to way more stuff, you know, from the artists like like they hit them like, hey, I want to do a remix to your song. Can you send me this and that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because that's the only way he could have put off this song, I think.
0: Yeah. I think he's big in, like Calvin Harris is big enough to where he'd be like, yo, I want to remix your song. <laughs> and they'd be like, yeah, shit, sure, it's fine. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm interested to see if he does that with any other songs.
1: That is true, because I would definitely want to hear more of these funk wave remixes.
0: Yeah. Because, I, I mean, I can't think of any songs off the top of my head, but just the fact that he's like... He, I feel like he could make an album just to remixes that are like Funkwave remixes that are kind of that, you know, more beach beach vibe songs yeah. that maybe would be implemented in songs that you wouldn't necessarily think about. So, because you're right. Because like, I just feel like this could fit so perfectly on the Funkwave Bounces Volume 1 album.
1: Yeah, it's definitely and, following that same vibe. Yeah.
0: It's uh really impressed with it, so.
1: I know for sure it's gonna a song I'm gonna keep playing throughout the year.
0: Yeah, yeah, for it. sure. There's um well, yeah, guys, that's uh pretty much it for us. Is there anything else you want to
1: talk about or anything like that? We
0: usually talk sometimes talk about an album or something that we've been listening to or, or we to just whatever
1: books. else is going on. I suppose. Yeah. For me. I was playing Battlefront 2, but then I got like, I'm like, okay, right, I've done enough here, <laughs> but I got money's worth because I played a lot. Um, so now I'm trying to do, um, I'm trying to one hundred percent Mario Odyssey. And it's interesting because uh, you you can play the game and you're like, this is pretty fun, and then you you know you beat the whole game, you know you do all you go through each world, and then finally you take out Bowser and you know you do the story storyline. And then you go back and you try to collect all the moons. And I got to say, like, it's pretty fun because it makes you have to um, become more skilled. And, like, you see a moon, you're like, how am I going to reach that moon? That's impossible. But then you're like, you you, 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 you already know what you have to do. And you're like, all right, I'm just going to have to do that one thing. So you got to use one of the jumps or you got to do one of the little motion things. And it's not bad. It's more like you just have to... Um, get good at it
0: yeah i think it's interesting because i didn't um my i'm not a huge video gamer per se but i just know a ton about video games for some unknown reason And that was
1: me at first too
0: yeah um so me kind of i think it's the more i do research on like video games it's just really interesting how For me, if I ever reached, like, a very difficult part of a video game, it was kind of a...
1: Give up and throw in the towel. At least that was for me sometimes.
0: Yeah, I don't want to say, like, I gave in the towel, but it definitely, like, made me... Not
1: want to keep playing. Yeah, it's just, like, this is... Impossible.
0: Yeah, and so, like, you keep trying. You just keep getting frustrated and frustrated. But what I think is interesting is that's the point of the... Them doing that, they do that on purpose to make you when you get accomplish those things. You have this
1: satisfaction.
0: Yeah, the satisfaction.
1: That's definitely true. Yeah, weird but true. Yeah, it's uh,
0: really interesting because there's been some other video games that are like notoriously like really hard. That I've been like Mm. listening to the history of them and they just like looking up the history of them and then like that was the thing is what fans talk about is like yeah it was super hard but once you like actually learn it and beat it and like get your friends to help you and stuff like it's like really
1: awesome i mean i will say like with mario Odyssey right now i'm finding as many moons as i can and then i go and i go to like this the hint toad which kind of tells you like oh if you give me 50 cents or 50 coins i'll tell you where this one moon is it's like it's not gonna help you like get it but it tells you where it's at and you go over it, and you're like oh, okay and then you figure you have to figure out what to do to get it
0: yeah,
1: and there's also like a talking parakeet or whatever or bird or something and he also like gives you a hint in a certain way he tells you what the name of the the moon is so it kind of gives you a hint like okay that means I maybe have to do this um, and then once I run out of those I just look up like walkthroughs and I only watch as much as I need to figure out where it's at or what I might need to do and then once I see it I'm like okay I get it I'm going to turn it off and I go and do it
0: yeah so you can kind of f- figure it out yourself. Because
1: if not, you're just gonna be breaking your brain, and you'll never forget that mood, and then you just be stuck, and you just not want to play the game. It's like so, if you need to, just look up walkthroughs. I it would be unfun to do that for the whole thing, but it's like when you really reach a point where you know you've done everything you can, you're like, you know what? I just need to, because back in the day, and you already mentioned it, it's like when you play video games with people. Um, you'd ask your friend, like, and you'd be like, hey, how do you beat that one level? Like, what do I have to do right here? I'm stuck. And they'd tell you. And then they, then you would know something they wouldn't know, and then they'd ask you. Yeah. It's kind of this
0: mm-hmm. cool community of...
1: Like, some people figure certain things out, and some people figure out the other stuff.
0: Yeah. That's
1: dope. So that's my thing right now. Pretty fun.
0: Right now, I've been, uh listening to a lot of uh sorry i've been listening to a lot of um i think i've talked about i don't know if i've talked about before but like shoegaze is like a genre that really interested me and so i've just been going through and listening to like what people think are like the best albums from that type of genre came like it's like from the 90s and stuff Cause one of my favorite songs ever, like one of my like top favorite songs ever is a, is like a quote unquote shoegaze type of song. And so the, uh, it's really, I thought it really it started interested me because I looked up this song and like what genre it was and stuff. And they were saying that shoegaze, it started off with, uh. Like people who were coming to like review the band or whatever, they mm-hmm. just noticed that the band was just all were always staring at their shoes and they couldn't figure out why. And so they just called the genre shoegaze because they mm-hmm. like didn't know what else to call it, which I thought was interesting. Um, <clears throat> so I've just been listening to a lot of that, and I've been listening to I've been just really into like a lot of nineties music
1: recently. For some, is that like nineties electronic music or is this a different kind of nineties? No, this, it's is like
0: like, yeah. mm-hmm. this is like rock. Yeah, this is like.
1: Rock, Rock, grunge, grunge yeah. like, all
0: of that. I've been listening to a lot of all that type of stuff. I've been, like, getting into, like, Riot girl music, which is interesting. It's, uh... I understand, like, why they did it, and, like, I, you know, like, obviously, like, I respect that and stuff. It's just funny. Like, so, some of the stuff is good. Some of the stuff, I'm just, like, I don't get this. They're just, like, screaming for no... Like, and not, like, screamo. They're just, like, screaming... <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's in. I don't know. I don't know why. I I you know how like they say you're always like fascinated about the. Like the era where you were born mm-hmm. at, like that you kind of didn't really see
1: happen, but yeah. like
0: you know you you might have been around, but you like were too young to kind of pay
1: attention to that stuff or uh, no. It just kind of reminds me of like this one meme where someone's watching Stranger Things. And it's just like, ah, the 80s. It takes me back. And they were clearly born in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah, like, you never... Bro, you never were born in the 80s. You don't know anything. Yeah. Because, um... We can barely claim the 90s. We just, we can claim the 90s childhood version of it, but we can't claim the 90s for real.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because, like, I was born in the 90s, so, like, I don't... I I never watched any of this stuff happen, or, like... So any of these, like... It's like you go
1: back and you're like, <coughs> oh yeah, it's like you watch reruns and that's how you experience certain things.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I just think... I don't know, I've just been really into the 90s re- lately, so I've been like... I guess, man, now that I think about it, it's kind of been everything.
1: Because I've been watching, like, a lot of Seinfeld and... I mean, honestly, after the 90s, TV just became bad or just kind of started going downhill... Yeah. And in recent times, I'd say it's definitely downhill, because you just don't really... It's like after The Office and like shows like that, it's just been hard to watch TV and be really, like, want to keep up with it, you know?
0: Yeah. I will say, like, for me, like, even The Office, like, I can't... The Office, I can't go back to and watch it. I don't know if it's did one of those shows it? that I need to watch with other people. Did you Did you go through it already? I got up until the point where, uh, you know, Michael Scott left. And then just after, I just could not get No, into no, 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 after no. That.
1: After Michael leaves, don't watch the show anymore. Yeah. You can watch it, but it's annoying because Andy's the worst. <laughs> and I wish he had never been on that show at all. Yeah. Because he's just annoying and it's not even interesting. Michael Scott was annoying because you're like, oh, what is he going to do? Yeah. Andy's annoying because you just wish he wasn't there. Yeah. There's nothing redeeming about him at all. (laughs) He tries to be redeeming at some point, but it just does not work. Yeah. So you shouldn't feel bad about stopping there. A lot of people stop there. I would advise anyone to stop there. Or like Parks and Rec, don't watch the first season. Start from that point on, and then you can watch the first season. Uh, There's a certain way you need to watch TV sometimes. Yeah. And recognize that some of it is not even good. But this part is good. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I mean... The Office, for me, I liked it a lot, so I was able to keep watching it.
0: Yeah. It's, um... Yeah. I'm watching... I didn't realize I've been watching so much 90s, 90s stuff. Yeah. And then... I'm trying to think. There aren't any real, like, new shows that I've been
1: killing. It's mostly old stuff.
0: Um Have you seen The Good Doctor?
1: No, but I I feel like I already know what kind of show it is. I mean, of course. So that's like, why I'm not interested. Yeah. But I'm sure it's good. Okay. Then there's another show called The Resident, which is, I feel like, it's another type of medical show. Yeah. And people will like it, too. I'm
0: it's not just, interested.
1: <laughs> it's, it's really... It's just pointless. Just, it's all pointless to me, because it's just dramatic moments. I just... I mean, They're fake TV, dramatic yeah. moments that are trying to get to your heart and like make you feel something. And I'm just like, I'm sure you can make me feel something, but I don't really want to feel that. <laughs> I just
0: want to, I just want to veg out right now.
1: Just, uh, yeah, so I've been, I've been trying to watch more anime, like different, but it's just hard because there's no good anime.
0: Well, see, that's the other thing. I've just been watching a lot of old animes too. Like I went, I'm, watch, I'm going back and watching like the original initial D season. And, like, uh, some, like, just been looking at, like, some of the really popular, uh, anime stuff that, <clears throat> from the 90s and stuff, and so.
1: Yeah, I'd say 90s anime is actually really good. Yeah. And then after that, it just wasn't that good. Yeah. So that's probably the best era to try and watch anime.
0: It's funny, though, because anime is the quintessential, they try to make you feel something.
1: <laughs> no, 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 but it's different. I mean, yeah, they definitely push that on you, but the good doctor is just, like, someone's on the brink of life and death in every episode, and he the guy's just smart enough. It's like a hell situation, but he's actually more genuine and likable, probably.
0: Yeah. I've only seen one episode. That's... Am I wrong? I don't know. You're not wrong.
1: It seems like I people don't, don't take the... him seriously, and he knows stuff.
0: Yeah. The episode that I was watching, it was, like, the second episode... That came out. I watched it over at Jansen's house because they were they were, they've been into it, and so like from what I understand, like nobody wanted him to be a doctor because he's like autistic, I guess. Yeah. And it's just yeah, I don't know. It's it's not like it. It was I think it was different enough that it caught my attention, and I've just been asking people, have they seen it, and like what are their opinions on it, but I. Be like nobody's like nobody's like yeah. I really don't
1: care about this. So, I think it's a show that'll do well for certain people who just love watching TV like that. Yeah, Yeah, it'll just be one of those shows that ends up with nine seasons somehow.
0: Oh yeah. Oh no doubt for sure. That's like not even a
1: question. And then people are like, "Hey, that was kind of good." Yeah. Another people be like, "I don't care. I don't even watch TV anymore." (laughs) They're like, "I watch Netflix, which just is TV, but it's different." Yeah. Because what they make on there is always like. It's always more risky and sometimes it's good, sometimes it's just stuff that couldn't have worked on regular TV. Yeah, for sure.
0: Well, guys, I think we've taken up enough of your time. We'll, uh... We'll leave now? Yeah, we'll see y'all soon. Alright, later. This is...